Hey, it's Nikki on Getting Real, talking today with Eric Beach about the documentary film called Still Here. Now, you were the director on this film, correct? Yes. And this is a story about a Wisconsin native. Why don't you tell? Why don't you tell us what the story is about? Sure. Yeah, so uh, Ben Monty uh, from Spencer, he's living in Kenosha now, but he served in Afghanistan uh, and was in an infantry, infantry unit. And during one of his operations, he ended up getting shot in the face, right in the mouth. And this old Soviet round, if it would not have been old and full of lead, it wouldn't have tumbled through the air as it did, and it would have entered his face straight. Instead, it entered backwards, which is the only reason he's still alive. So if that doesn't happen, the story doesn't get told. But he survived, came home, and he found out that was really the easiest part of his whole journey, was getting shot. And so what we want to tell is the story from that point and going forward and how the family rallied around him, even though he's battling addiction and gave him the ultimatum, you know, we, we got to choose me or you got to choose the pills because he was addicted to the pain pills that they prescribed so commonly within the VA system. And so with this, he had to find a new way, a new path in life, a new mission, as he'll say, is, you know, discovering a new mission for us veterans. I'm a veteran myself, and I had my own struggles, and it's finding a new mission that will save our lives. And he found that in the wrestling ring. It's something he's been connected to for a long time. And so he started his own wrestling promotion. And we really follow him through what it's like to have your new mission and the fact that he's lost 14 of his own members of his unit to suicide. So we dig into all of these issues and how he was able to find a new mission and healthily heal and how other veterans can do the same thing. It doesn't have to be wrestling. For me, it was triathlon and endurance sport and filmmaking. For him, it's wrestling and entrepreneurship. So we really explore those topics, also the family dynamic inside the ring and outside of it and how that becomes this tribe that supports each other because they really do, in the ring, put their own lives in each other's hands every night that they wrestle. So what inspired you to make this film? Well, I have a nonprofit project, Echelon, and we help veterans by educating, equipping, and empowering them. And one of the ways we empower people is to tell their story. So for me, it was a huge benefit to me to finally open my mouth and stop being so shamed by myself to tell my story. Because when we are silent, that's when we really kind of hurt our own hearts and stay in this prison. So when I found that if I shared my story, that people actually rallied around me and weren't so afraid of me. They didn't turn their backs on me like I thought they would. I felt this empowerment, and I was like, this is amazing. We need to help other people do this. And so through the last three years, I've been helping veterans in different ways. And through helping them, I'm rediscovering my own passion uh, because this is a big part of my life. And so when Ben came to me, you know, when we got in touch with each other, I was like, oh, this is an amazing story. Would you be willing, willing to tell it? And he said, yes, like this is for the first time I feel comfortable sharing it. It's time. This is the time. So I don't have to see any more of my brothers commit suicide. And how did you meet Ben? A friend of mine uh, knew Ben's mom. And um, this friend also knew that I was, you know, had my nonprofit and said, hey, this veteran is doing a wrestling show. You should totally get in touch with him. And I was like, yeah, cool. Let me talk to him. And then that's how we met was just through a friend who knew that he was a veteran. I was a veteran. Let's get you connected. We do a lot of work here at Rock 94.7 with veterans, and one of our main focuses is the 22-day, 22 push-up challenge is something that Terry Stevens is doing, and the fact that 22 American active-duty soldiers and veterans commit suicide every day. What does that statistic mean to you, and how does that, how does that affect you in your mission to help other veterans? 
that statistic, you know, whatever the number is, we always know that it's actually a greater number than that because that number doesn't factor in the people that I've lost that have intentionally driven their cars into a tree. You know, this doesn't look like suicide, but people are taking their own lives and it's an epidemic, to be honest. It's a, it's a completely preventable one. And essentially, I've, I've seen people in my own unit uh, do a 20-year career and then six months after they get out, they commit suicide because they have no idea how to how to move on with their life. And, and I, myself, in, two, in, 2000, in 2008, I had my own suicide attempt. And so through that failure, you know, it's the greatest failure of my life, that I realized I had to do something different because, you know, I, I can't go down this path. And what I discovered was it was the killing of my own persona. It was the mask that I wore. It was this pseudo connection to what I thought a man was in the military, what I thought they thought a man was, and it was shedding those skins that I realized let me have freedom. So I feel like we have to do something. Those of us who have walked through that fire, and Ben has you know, touched that fire as well, not to the extent that I did, but he's, he's seen the damage. He's been impacted by it, and they don't get easier. Losing these people every day doesn't get easier, and so we have to do something about it. And it's not the government's responsibility. It's ours. I have the power to do it, so why am I not going to do something? So let's mobilize the units that I have in my civilian life, and let's make a difference. And this is one medium which I think we can make a profound difference. Yeah, and I absolutely agree. I mean, I personally know someone who took his own life because he was dealing with PTSD and never spoke to anyone about it. No one realized mm-hmm. what he was going through. And I don't think that he ever found somebody who he felt comfortable with or confident enough with that he could actually share his story and share what he was going through. Do you feel like that communication is is a real problem for veterans? Like, is there a sense of shame when it comes to these thoughts and feelings? Yeah. And when I was in the military, it was very highlighted there and it's driven into you because if you're not able to deploy, like when I finally admitted I had a problem, I wasn't sleeping, I was hearing voices because I was so tired, not schizophrenic voices, but your brain gets tired and you, you hear things like, I want a calzone, I heard out of the middle of nowhere, I'm like, this is a problem. So I went to go get help. And if you do that, you're immediately stigmatized, or you were, and this was in 2004. So that, that label, that the, you go into your first sergeant and you say, this is my problem, they make you non-deployable, and then they label you as no longer useful. Like, that's the verbiage that was used wow. and is on my DD-214, is no longer useful. And so when you hear that and you were serving a mission, it is a dagger and you lose that and then you go outside in the civilian world where no one really understands you and it's not their fault. Mm-hmm. But that, that, that stigma is on me and then everyone honors you for being a hero. Everyone honors you for your service. And then you were told you're no longer useful. And so when you're having these compliments, it's really hard to receive that because you were told you weren't, you weren't functional anymore. And I can't say thank you for your compliment because I've, I've been labeled ineffective. And so it's really hard to be connected to that. And some people will go the other way and they go super, super macho military, you know, like the, the beards, the booze, the bullets and the babes in the 4B culture and, and try so hard to connect to that energy because they don't know how to let it go and become so much more. Like we were a, a soldier for four years or longer, but that negates the next 60, 70 years of our life and, and the totality of who we are. And the more we get stuck in that, it becomes this confining prison. And without the ability to feel supported when we speak out, like Ben, bravely stepping forward and saying, here I am, I'm willing to tell my story if it saves one veteran's life, 
when we do that for our brothers and sisters, that gives them freedom. I've seen it myself, and people from my own unit will reach out to me and say, hey, for the first time in 10 years, I want to tell you, I'm not sleeping well. Do you have that problem too? And it just starts that way. It's being vulnerable and putting up a light post saying, hey, brothers and sisters, I'm a safe place for you to have this conversation with. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where you're coming from with this film is finding a new purpose. If you can mm-hmm. find that, because you know, if you, if you do feel like you've been deemed as unuseful, you need to find a purpose. You need to find something that makes you useful when you come back. And, and that's what you're highlighting here with Ben is that he found something that makes him useful, something that he can do that helps him get through all of this and all of these feelings and, and everything that's going on in his personal life. He can get through it through this. Absolutely. Yep. And that's the wrestling is the backdrop. You know, it's, it's how we set the stage, but it's the underlying story that's relatable. It's the common, I mean, we'll explore great concepts with the wrestling family, but it's about finding a new mission. It's about purpose. You know, I found it in triathlon and endurance racing. You don't have to do that to find purpose. You know, you can wrestle, you can, you can do yoga, you can, you can start a business, you can do all these things. But when we have that new mission, we have a little bit more freedom to finally open up and strip back those walls. And it does take time, but having that mission at least pushes that can down the road a little bit so that we can then grow a little bit, get some solid footing get a stable foundation, a new identity a little bit, and then we can start to have those conversations. So Mm -hmm. I don't care what it is that you get for your new mission. It's about growing yourself and contributing. That's the other key part. Ben is contributing to the greater good by raising funds to donate to other nonprofits that help veterans. If he was just running a promotion, which is part of the exploration of the film, is is why contribution and servant leadership is so important to pair with the new mission. So it's not just a selfish, self-indulgent activity. So how do people see still here? Well, we're in production. So what we're doing now is we have our website, which is www.stillheremovie.com. And we have our Facebook group. And what we're doing is we're going to be sharing behind-the-scenes footage as we go. Right now we're in the initial fundraising uh, portion of it, trying to get the initial funds to uh, be able to shoot the rest of the documentary. So we have our teaser trailer up to kind of show what the heart behind it is. And we're going to create some more of that as we go down the road. So right now we're still in production. So we got another year of shooting and then it's into the editing phase. So how can people help make this happen? We have a Kickstarter page. Uh, If you go to Kickstarter and go to Still Here, then you can find the Kickstarter campaign. We're trying to raise $8,000 for the initial uh, shooting budget. And we've, I think we're just shy of a thousand. We have about 25 days left. Uh, Otherwise, yeah, that's, that's the page. If you want to go to Facebook, still here. Uh, we have a group there that has all of the links to our social media. Beyond that and website, you can go there, or you can go to our website, stillhearthemovie.com, and all the information is there as well. All right, and we're going to have all that information linked up to you in the description box for this podcast. Eric, is there anything else that you want to touch on before I let you go? This has been such an enlightening and great conversation. Um, great. Yeah, uh, really, I just, if there's any veterans listening right now and, and civilians too. So the veterans, I just want to say, you know, this, I, I attempted suicide in 2008. I've done more living after that experience of, of growing and saying, I can't do this again than I did in the preceding 30 years of my life. I've done things. I've been on a TV show on NBC last year. I've, I've raced in France. I've done, I've done all these things. They don't have to be epic things, but you have to find your epic. 
Like my epic might be different, but epic might be getting up and going out for a walk when you really don't want to. But finding epic goals as a veteran is key and paramount to actually finding that next step and for civilians to understand that the best thing we can do for our veterans to lay the foundation for this bridge to happen between the transition from military to civilian life is to just be there and when you say you're going to be there to continue to show up because one of the things that we have veterans get really hurt by is trusting people and when that trust is betrayed and even a little bit you know that is a big deal to us so it's about bridging this gap and so civilians, I know it can be a very difficult thing to support the veteran, not know how to do it and how to offend them or how not to offend them. But if we just show up and we say, hey, I'm here, and we listen to the good, the bad, and the ugly, the times where they were heroes and the times they were cowards, and we don't judge that and we don't try to change it, we just say, I hear that. Wow, I hear you. And that's what we do consistently. We can start to build that trust. And that's what we're really needing is, is to create that foundation. And veterans... Project Echelon, my nonprofit, is a safe place for them, too, to find these networks. And uh, we're just trying to create that community where we can be safe with each other and then bridge that to being safe with civilians. Because I know civilians want to support us. They just don't know how and what the best way to do it is. That is a great message to share. Thank you so much for your time today, Eric. You Absolutely. Thank you. Good luck with completing your documentary still here. Can't wait to see it when it's completed. Thank you so much. I'm excited, too.